Welcome to the Lynn Sanity Podcast with Caleb Lynn, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lynn Sanity Podcast, a part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And uh, Bryce, not going to lie to you. I'm kind of excited about the college hoops discussions that you and I are going to be having in the next, you know, about four weeks, really. I mean, we have March, we have all this other jazz, so we got to break it all down before we get to the big dance. And I mean, there's plenty to talk about. We're going to have a big podcast of what we've been seeing so far. And and I, I can't wait for this, Bryce. I, and I, I hope you're excited for this as well. well. I'm very excited, Caleb. I'm on a podcast with you. We're talking basketball. Uh, March is coming up. How can I not be excited? Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's possible that, you know, people can have their rough days. And I'm just hoping that's not the case when we talk college hoops. And, not at all. And, and so the, fir- the first thing that we're uh, that we're going to get into today, I mean, we're, we got a big pod for you. But we'll start off with what I think is really important in terms of the brackets and all of what's going to happen in March. And and they revealed the, the NCAA committee revealed their top 16 teams pretty much uh, and then put together the regions of what it would look like. And, and Bryce, I'm going to have you start first in the region, in my opinion, with the best overall team in Gonzaga, followed by number two, Alabama, who's in the SEC, who could very well be a potential SEC champion, Oklahoma, who continues to play really well in a very tough Big 12, and Iowa, who's been very streaky as of late, may not be in the top 16 conversation, but they are in this. I'll have you, you know, take a look at this region because I mean, Gonzaga is, is dominant. You know, they're going to they're going to come out of here with great depth, tremendous coaching. Uh, but but you know, Alabama. I'm sorry, Bryce. I'm I, I as a two seed. If I'm that three seed, if I'm Oklahoma, I'm I'm so happy because I think oh, I think Alabama is a streaky, streaky team, Bryce. They are. I'm actually going to combat you on that, there, Caleb. I, I actually kind of like Alabama here. I I like John Petty Jr. I like Herb Jones, the, the way he, he's been playing. And then you still, you still have Quinterly and, uh, and Shackelford on, on that team. I think they have a really good roster. Yes, they are a wild card team, in my opinion. Um, I wouldn't really say that they have a signature win this season. right? I think their biggest win is, is against Tennessee, which, in my opinion, isn't that big of a win. Just my opinion. I mean, they, they've lost to Missouri and Oklahoma. Uh, this year so those are kind of their big games that they've played thus far right, right? We're, we're we're uh we're recording this on february 16th there's still a lot of college basketball to be played absolutely but i like the construction of that roster so far i i really do okay. I, I think alabama again they're a wild card team where i don't know what you're gonna get i don't know what you're gonna get day to day week to week you know and, and that's what's kind of scary about that team i mean obviously gonzaga uh, the number one seed, in my opinion, the best team in college basketball this season. They've just been absolutely dom- dominant. Talent on the floor, on the bench, just through and through a solid team. I hope they can actually take it to the title this year and actually sure. finish something off just for Mark Few, right? Otherwise, Mark Few is going to be looked at as, as he will be the coach that could never win the big one. Just never could do it. Never could do it. Um as far as Oklahoma goes, they they're pretty battle tested, Caleb. Yeah, they are. They are very battle tested. They beat yeah, they West are. Virginia twice this season. They've mm-hmm. beaten a really good Texas team. They've yeah. beaten Alabama. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they look. They play in the Big Twelve, right? You're going to sure. get beat up. They lost to Texas Tech twice. They lost to Baylor, who's the second best team in the country, and you lost to Kansas, <laughs> who's not not great, but they're good. Yeah. Right? So they are yeah. battle tested. Sure. I like this Oklahoma team. I think you're right, Caleb. If if they're in that region with Alabama, they should be chomping at the bit. Uh, you know, they could really make a run in that bracket. I really, I really think so. Uh, I, it, oh, go ahead. Because here's the thing with me when I watch Oklahoma play is at first, Bryce, I, I will have to admit to the 
the audience that uh, no part of me was high on this Oklahoma team. I would have told everyone to sell high. I I would have told everybody to sell high when they got there, when they had that nice little winning streak together uh, and all that jazz. But, but let me tell you something. I mean, you know, I am not crazy and you know, I'm not, I'm not crazy on Bama because I just don't believe in exactly what you're saying. I do not believe in the consistent game plans that they're going to give me. I, I do not believe in a guy like John Petty, who God bless could go for six threes in one game and then go two for nine the next. I don't like that. I need more consistency from my top players when it comes to March, especially from my guards. The argument to, to Oklahoma is, okay, kind of where is that experience? There is talent on this team, but where's the experience? But I think this is when I'm taking Kruger. This is when I'm very comfortable in saying that Lon Kruger could take them right. Yep. If they, if this was the ideal region, if this was the, obviously we don't know the other matchups, but if you look at the first four seeds, I mean, I just, I'd be chopping at the bit there because I think Kruger knows how to win. I think they've got a very underrated backcourt anyway. Avion Harmon is so good. It's ridiculous. They've gotten a lot of very good talent there. And part of me is just wondering like, man, you know, is Alabama rated a little high in the two seed? And in my opinion, I, I kind of think they are. I think they're an overrated two seed. And I think it's very possible that a three seed or a team potentially down the line could upset them and maybe even drop them down, you know, maybe to a three, maybe to a four seed by the end of the year. But moving forward, uh, the other team to keep an eye on in this region is the Iowa Hawkeyes, who, God bless, they're so in- incredibly streaky, Bryce. This is a team many, 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 many thought we're going to be right in the thick of it for a national championship. And it's not to say that they can't do it, but here's the thing, Bryce. I, I don't care. I, I don't care what how everybody is overrating Indiana in seeding. You cannot lose you cannot lose to Indiana twice. You cannot lose to Indiana twice. Those are horrible. That is horrible. That is horrible. I agree. I totally agree. I mean, here's the thing with Iowa. Look, Luca Garza is an amazing player, and I'm sure we're going to talk about him later in the podcast. I'm I'm sure of it. But the problem is, the problem is, is this is a guards game. Basketball is a guards game. Right. If you do not have solid guard play day in, or night in and night out, you are not going to win. Period. Tell him, Bryce. Period. Tell him, Bryce. I, and, and I like Wieskamp. I like Bohannon, but they rely so much on the three that, that and you just let Luca Garza just do whatever he wants in the paint. And that's fine. Yeah. But you have to have guards that can attack the basket. And that's how you're going to win, especially like a, a team against Indiana, which again they have no uh-huh. business losing to. This is an oh. indictment on Luca Garza because I, I agree. Trace Jackson Davis should not be dominating you, period. And and that's what he did. You and um, I like Trace, but he shouldn't be doing that yeah, to Garza. Yeah, you know I'm a bit. I, I think <laughs> Iowa again. Iowa is another battle tested team, though, right? They are. They play they in are. the Big Ten. Yes. I, I think they're going to. I think they can make a run at it. I like the I like the Iowa team in that bracket as well. I think it's interesting. You just have to have more consistent guard play uh, than, than just just the three point shooting. And that's um, sad, Bryce. That's sad because Bohannon Bohannon should be much better than ten points a game and five assists. Yeah, is that fair to say? Yeah. I mean, he should become he should be a player that we talk about in higher light statistically. I mean, we, we should be looking at him as the similar, honestly, similar to Wieskamp numbers, uh, you know, in the sense of scoring, right? I mean, Wieskamp is at 15 for them, right, in mm-hmm. six boards. Obviously, he does different things, but to, to have 10 points for Bohannon, that to me is inexcusable. The, you, you, need, you need him to get into that 15-point range. If you want to come out of it, just like you mentioned, you need some creativity from your guards because the fact is every team and their mother – is going to recognize that you want to get to Luca Garza 30 to 40 times. You know it. Everybody knows it. Everybody in the country knows that that's what they want to do. And at some point, I think you're right. You have to get creativity in other ways. Now, I do think that the advantage for a team like Iowa is I think their depth is tremendous. I think they have incredible depth. I mean, when you look at, obviously, we mentioned, you know, Garza and Wieskamp and, and Bohannon. I mean, those guys are very good. Um, I think I think Nunji, J- 
Jack Nunji, uh, shout out uh, Newburgh, Indiana, Jack Nunji, uh, really solid for them, really came out, had a very nice game recently. Keegan Murray is a very talented kid. Uh, Toussaint is a very talented kid for them. They have a lot of players who can do a lot of different things. Okay, but I need I need that second option. And and really, I, I think Wieskamp is good, uh, but I think it's got to come from Bohan. I think I, I need bigger numbers. Now, the key with the Iowa Hawkeyes, to me, is just in general, how can they finish? I think they're less worried about like, oh, well, we have to get a certain seed because this team's battle-tested, right? Like, it's not about, okay, it's not like you're going to El Paso, Texas, or you're going to L.A. this year, right? I mean, that's the the advantages. It's, you know, if you have kids who have been in NCAA tournament settings, that's what's going to be the advantage. It's not going to be about, oh, you play on the road, you play at home. That, none of that's going to matter, right? So if you look at Iowa's schedule for the next couple of games, okay, they will face Wisconsin at Wisconsin. They will face Penn State at home. They should win. And then they face Ohio State on February 28th. So and, that, and, 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 and right. And then you go to Michigan. Like those are tough games. And it's very possible they could slip up. It could slip up. They could lose even more. They could slip out of this whole conversation. And that is something I don't think anybody expected. And, and you know what, Bryce, I want to push back a little bit on your Garza thing. I, I think, I think the issue I have is not with Luca Garza. It's the lack of accountability held within the rest of the roster to not get maximum production. They oftentimes look at Luca Garza like the safety net. They're like, oh, well, which I'm not saying that's a bad safety net, but it's like mm-hmm. you have to do other things, do other things. Sure, Garza's a great player. You can give him 15, 18 shots a game. Like, I get it, but you're going to have to get some other scoring. You're going to have to do other things. When teams can focus in on Luca. They're going to give them the best coverage that they can give them. I'm telling you, Bryce, that some of this is going to have to improve. And I, I like Iowa. I like them. I like them as a team, and I think they could still make a run. But disappointing, disappointing is how I would put their last, uh, really their, their most recent stretch. Uh, I want to go to Region 3, Bryce, uh, where Michigan is the number one seed, followed by Missouri, followed by West Virginia at the three seed, and Houston at the two seed. Bryce, I'm curious to hear your thoughts here. You're a Big Ten guy. You know, you've you've been, you know, you watch them all the time. What are your takes on the Michigan Wolverines? Michigan has obviously exceeded expectations like nobody's business. Are you looking at them like a legitimate threat, or do you think, depending on the matchup, uh, this is a team that would maybe tend to struggle. I mean, how do you look at this Juwan Howard-led team? So, so it's kind of hard. It's kind of hard, Kayla, because they, they have their season postponed for a few weeks. Uh, so they haven't played as many games as other teams have. Great point. Um, but from what we've seen and what Jawan Howard's been able to do again this season has been nothing but remarkable. I mean, Wisconsin, or they beat Wisconsin twice. Uh, they've beaten a ranked Minnesota team. They beat a ranked Northwestern team. So they have decent wins. I'm not going to say blow me away wins. I, I'm, I'm not going to say that. Uh, I think the Wisconsin wins are nice. Northwestern and Minnesota, they're always up and down all year. So I, I'm not really going to put a Fair. whole lot of stock into that. that. That's just me. Fair. But I think Jawan Howard is such has been such a good coach with this with this team, uh, you know, led by Isaiah Livers, who who's just been outstanding this season. Um, you have the two big guys in the middle that they switch out here and there, uh, that that I think have been very good. I, I'm not ready to say they're a dominant like real time threat team. I think they can. I think they need to. Pl- I need to see more from them. And, and I, I know I'm saying that right here in sure. the middle of February, but yeah. it's just because of the lack of games. That's fair. Uh, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm okay with it now. I'm okay with them being one seed. I'm not going to complain about it. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm just not I'm, – I'm not, I'm not sure yet. I don't know. That's fair. That's fair. I mean, the way, the way that I see it here uh, is a couple things. I mean, first of all, Hunter, Dick, Hunter Dickinson's a, a – just incredible talent. I mean, very really, good freshman. Really came out of the, on the board. Yes, he just he's came in and delivered them 
a really, really remarkable season. I mean, uh-huh. for crying out loud, he's, I mean, he's shooting the ball a crap ton. I mean, oh my God, he's shooting the ball a lot. Yeah. But for him to be able to put up the numbers that he's putting up is pretty, is, is really solid. And it's something that they got to keep looking for uh, because he he's going to come into this. T- I mean, look at his numbers right now, Bryce. He's got 23 points for 40 minutes. He comes out, he gets 12 rebounds. That's remarkable. And and this is a team that's also got good experience in Isaiah Livers, who's been around for a while, right? He has about 18 and seven. Here's my issue, though, with this team. I want to see more from Shondi Brown. That's who I want to see. I want to see more from Shondi Brown. Shondi Brown's going to have to show me that he can take over some games. Because the problem is, Bryce, it's like the, it, you're going to need – I like Dickinson, but if I'm going to try to get a last – if I'm going to try to get a last-second shot, if I'm going to try to make plays late, I need some perimeter options. And I'm not saying that Livers can – I mean, I think he can give it to me a little bit, but I would like to see Brown become more of a threat in that way. Uh, I, I think he, if he can become that or become something where he's more of a threat, that's going to open up everything else for this Michigan team. And I, I like I like it uh, when he's able to do that. I think that's going to benefit them. Because the thing is, he, he came in, you know, went, went from Wake Forest to come here. And, you know, he's got some talent. I just, just begs me to wonder, like, can we get another level this season? Can March propel him or is he going to slip? If he slips, I don't I, – I, I don't like that for them, but I, I will say that in a, in a game where you're going to need, you're going to need some creativity, obviously. Uh, Wagner, uh, God bless. I, I don't get miss me on Wagner. I, I think he's, really? he's solid. Yeah. I'm worried about my six, nine two twenty. He's got, I mean, look, he's got the size that I want, but if I'm going to put him in situations where, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm for crying out loud, they're playing him 30 minutes a game. I'm not saying it's bad, but it's a lot. Good player. I just question, I question the shooting. I, I wish he was more of a shooter. He only, you know, he shoots the ball three times a game from distance. He's 33%, right? It's not that good. No. Uh, and, and it's one of those things where if you're not going to get some creativity from him, I just, I just beg to wonder, you know, because I'd like to see him improve in some areas because I, I do think, when you got a talented player like Dickinson, you can go somewhere. But, you know, I'm more concerned, Bryce. Here, here's how I would put it. I'm more concerned about Michigan continuing their success and continuing a dominant NCAA run than I am Iowa. I would agree. I agree with because that. Because I think, I think it's not to say that it, it's not about, well, you know, this team or this team's better. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm saying if you think about March, think about what they need to do. I would just, there's obviously a lot to worry about with the first year coach, right? I mean, Howard has definitely exceeded expectations in his first year, but I just, I, I wonder, you know, how can they get to that level in March where, you know, they really dominate? Because if you really look at the bracket, you know, if you look at their region, right? I like this Missouri team. I like what this Missouri team can do. This is a really well-coached Guanzo Martin SEC team. They have two really solid guards, and they got a big man who can take it over. And, you know, Bryce, here's the things I like. I like good guard play, and I like a good big. Tillman's not a Garza, Dickinson-esque talent. But Tillman, I think Tillman will give you. Tillman will give you great defense. Tillman will, Tillman will give you major, major, major athleticism and help defense. And I, I like what guys like Drew Smith can do against some of the better players in the country. Drew Smith is one of the best defensive guards in the country. For anybody who doesn't watch this Missouri team, watch this kid play defense. Bryce, how do you see the Missouri, Missouri Tigers? Because I think this has been a really solid season for this group. So, so we're looking at him as a four seed right now, correct? Yes, we are. Okay. <sighs> Again, I'm not, I'm not sold. I'm just not sold yet. Like I, looking at what they've done over this season, they're kind of slipping right now too. You know, they 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 just got blown out at Ole Miss, which you have no business losing to Ole Miss. I, um, yeah, Ar- I Arkansas, you lose to Arkansas in overtime. Who, they're sure. going to be they're going to be a tournament team, but that's two straight losses coming off a big win against Alabama. Fair. Like you 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 pull off a, a a huge win, 
against, you know, right now a slated as uh what what do we say, a two seed right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm so just is seeing your, some your issue is your issue that you want to yeah, your issue is you after a big game like Bama where they won, you just want to see them continue it and not just lose it like that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm not yeah. I'm not seeing the consistency. Like like okay, they beat they beat Illinois this season. Great win. Yeah. They they lost to Tennessee. They split with Tennessee. Lost one, one, one. Great. I think that's solid. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, that's just fine. You beat yeah. Alabama, but then you lose to to teams like Ole Miss and Arkansas and Mississippi State. Like, I I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, what I do you like think of Pinson. Pinson is good. Pinson is, is is really good. Pinson Smith, those two guys right there. They 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 can definitely do some damage. Definitely. I like them. I like them. Um, I, I think for a team like this, though, it's going to come down to to, to matchups for them. Hmm. That's no, that's, that, fair. that's fair. Just my yeah. opinion. So hopefully they'll they'll find their stride a little bit more going into March. Uh, they I think they got some decent uh, games left. Uh, let me see here. Oh no, they're kind of riding it. They I mean that you got Georgia, South Carolina, Ole Miss again, Texas A and M, and Florida. So. I think they should win all of those games. I think they should win every last one of them, in my opinion. And, and if they do, I think they can make a run at maybe a, a two or a three seed, depending on how things go at the top. I don't mind that. I, I, I think with Missouri, this is a team that, um, obviously with those guards, like you mentioned, Bryce, uh, you're going to be in a good position. My, I think the biggest factor for them, though, is, is going to be Tillman – and then making sure that he is in the game, active, not in foul trouble. This 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 is a team that is, in my opinion, not exact. I mean, they have some solid pieces, right? I, I like Mitchell Smith. I think he's good. I just I think what Tillman gives them though is a senior presence, especially you know if you're looking at a guy that that's going to give you some physicality, who's going to give you a really strong inside outside. Uh, a game. He's not the greatest from three, but I think what he can do for them in terms of really taking it to another level. I mean, Smith, Mitchell Smith's fine. I just think that Tillman's going to give you that big piece. He's going to give you uh, that next level because I don't think you and I are going to deny the guards. I don't think you and I are going to deny that. But I think if, if Tillman can come in and really put in some work and, and prove it, uh, and really prove it to a sense where he can put himself in a, a different conversation in tier. Uh, I, I like him for the NBA and I like him and I like him in college. And I, I think he could be a nice, a nice piece moving forward. Uh, next up on the the region here is uh, West Virginia, Bob Huggins, uh, which, oh my goodness, another very battle tested uh, West Virginia team. And anybody can sell me their stock because I'm buying it. I like I like what I like what they're doing. I, I think they've got a, a very solid team. They're experienced. I like Culver. Culver's a beast. They're it, Bryce. I I like this team. I mean, you and I I think are on the same page here. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I look anytime. Look, I am a big Bob Huggins guy. I don't know why. Maybe because I I just he gets his teams to play. They they just play. They play really hard. They play really good defense. Yeah, they, and the offense, somehow they find ways to score. Like, they don't yeah, they have do. the most explosive. They've never had the most explosive offense, in my opinion. But they find ways to score. They got and, this year, though. And I really thought that um, uh, about 10 games in, they lost uh, Oscar yeah. uh, to Shibwe, right? I yeah. really thought that – I thought their season was over. I thought it was mm. done. But it was the complete opposite – in fact, what, I think it's even more amazing what Bob Huggins has done with this team so far this year. And wow. let, me, let me tell you, man. Let wow. me tell you uh, that uh, Miles McBride oh, has yeah. just been something oh, else. Oh, yeah, yes. <laughs> My oh, yeah. goodness. Oh, yeah. I mean, the guy oh, is yeah. playing – he's averaging seven more minutes than the next guy on his team. He's playing 34 minutes a game. Just an absolute motor, absolute scorer. Sure. I love him. I love uh, I love McNeil. I love what Culver sure. brings. Uh, McCabe comes in, gives them solid minutes. They have so many guys. They have depth. They have good defense. They yeah, have good they scoring. 
I really like this West Virginia team. Now, I tell you, I mean, yeah, you're right, Caleb. Battle-tested team. They beat Texas Tech twice. They beat Kansas. Uh, They've lost to Oklahoma twice. They lost to Gonzaga, lost to Texas, lost to Kansas. So they have some losses. But here's the thing about those losses and what I noticed from any other team. They're very, very close losses. So it's not like they're being blown out. Right. They're not just having like, I guess, quote unquote, off nights where they just lose by 15 or 20. No, 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 no. They're competing. They lost to Gonzaga only by five at the beginning of the season. They gave Gonzaga a run for their money. So I like this West Virginia team. They're going to be a very sneaky three seed. Do you have them slated as a three seed right now? I would. Yeah, they, okay. they on the the, okay. the bracket has them as a three though. Okay, that, I just want to make sure we're reading the same stuff. Yep. So very 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 sneaky West Virginia team. Heck they yeah. could win that if they end up in the in the region with Michigan, they could win that oh, bracket. Oh, I agree. They could absolutely win that bracket. I agree. No, I agree. That's exactly where I was going to go because I think Miles McBride has a star just lighting up on him come March. This yes. is a kid that I just think could absolutely light it up. And he, you could, know, he could be an NBA they, guy. Yeah, he could. And you know who else I like uh, on their team who they just recently got back, Bryce, who I, I'm a big fan of is Taz Sherman. Uh, and yeah. Really, really solid piece for them. He's And that's a, a guy that I think you could really see uh, take a, a nice little uh, jump for them come and come when they really, when they need it. Because they, like you said, I, I think with Oscar's departure, uh, there was obviously a lot of panic. Like, what are they going to do? How are they going to handle this? But I mean, the way that this team has rallied, this is going to be a very, very tested group. And and nobody I want to play. I mean, do I want to play Derek Culver and that look and that? buttload of, of strength and size heavens no do i want to deal with miles mcbride right now no no i don't don't sleep on west virginia don't sleep on the mountaineers yeah the next team i i got on the list is the number two seed in region three is houston led by kelvin sampson nice uh just your overarching thoughts on houston and uh, how do you see them coming out miss me on houston wow okay i hold a grudge against kelvin sampson for what he did to the indiana hoosier basketball program i will forever hold that against him that's always understandable left it in ruins (laughs) this is a joke by the way you can just miss me on houston in general because they have wow they played one good team and they won they won. They beat Texas Tech, but to be let's be honest, when they beat Texas wow. Tech, Texas Tech was not very good. It was early wow, in the season. Now, miss me on Houston. The, okay. And let me just state this, Caleb. This is probably oh, the weakest ahead. two seed pool I have ever seen. Wow. This is so weak. Miss You're me on Houston. In. Bama. Bama's a wild card. Uh, the other two we'll get to. Okay. Yes. I think the strongest is going to be Illinois. We'll talk about Illinois. And uh, we'll talk about Nova here pretty soon. Miss me wow. on Houston, Caleb. Just miss me on that. Miss me. <laughs> I have okay. no further I mean, comment. You have no further comment? All right. No, well, I really I'll, don't. I'll give, what, what's I'll give the people about? some Ooh, analysis. They, they lost to East Carolina. Why, why should I give oh. you my time? <laughs> I don't know. Wow. Okay. You don't deserve my time. <laughs> Okay, so see, where would you rank them then if you did this? Where would you put them? As a three or a four seed? Two, probably. Maybe a four. Strength of schedule is nowhere to be found. Wow. Okay. Well, because I, I like I like Grimes. I think he's a really, you know, solid. He's a he's a very solid player for them. If you're gonna if you're gonna pinpoint to something, if you're gonna pinpoint to something, you're gonna pinpoint to size. I, in my opinion, you're going to pinpoint the size. They're getting a lot of their creativity from, you know, just a bunch of guards and guys just coming in and 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 really just doing as much as they can. And, and that begs me to question when you face a bigger team, I don't know how you're going to try. I don't know how you're going to look at that. I mean, if you look at this team, they don't have a single guy over 6'9". Every guy is 6'8". That's a problem to me. 
when you're facing legitimate schools. And if you look at that region specifically, if they had to meet up against Michigan, good luck. If they had to meet up against Missouri, good luck. I mean, Culver will kick, Culver will kick your butt. Tillman will kick your butt. And Dickinson will kick your butt. So as far as I'm concerned, I, I think Houston, the, if, if they were able to make it far, they would just be, uh, you know, very pressy. Uh, they would make the game faster. And again, that favors a West Virginia team if they played them. So I get what you mean a little bit on the panic. Um, I, I just want to see how they finish out. Can they finish out? Can they dominate their conference? Um, if they if they're able to do that, I think that might give them some hope uh, as we get to as we get to March. Uh, the next region uh, is, uh, unfortunately, I have to state that they're a number one seed. The Ohio State Buckeyes. Yeah, baby. The yeah, fourth baby. seed is Texas Tech. The third seed is uh, Virginia. And the two seeds, Villanova. And Bryce, I'd like to start this off by saying that Virginia is overrated. They are overrated. They are so overrated. Yeah, it makes me want to, it, it's just absolutely ridiculous. The best team in the ACC is Florida State. And they're like three miles behind. It's like the old Florida State three miles, like a cross country meet behind. And then it's Virginia, right? I, I even, I mean, if you told me to go to Vegas and put a bet on that Florida state, Virginia game that happened this week, I so would have bet that Florida state would have kicked them in the butt. Virginia is going to be a team. I would recommend anyone to just move on and look at a potential upset because I am not big on them for definitely not as a three seed. And they're obviously going to change it next week. Just overall, dismiss me on Virginia. Can we just start there real quick, please? Yeah. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. Nothing about their season has been impressive. You know what their best win is? Sure. What is it? Give it to me. Clemson. Uh, yeah. That's their best win. They've lost to Gonzaga. They lost to Florida State. They lost to Virginia Tech. Look, Florida State's going to take that four seed. or I think they've played themselves into a four seed now. We'll see how it shakes out. Um, but... Yeah, there's nothing that's impressive about Virginia. Um, I mean, Hauser and Huff are good players. Did you think this before the Florida State game? Did you think this before the Florida State game as well? Yeah, I'm like Virginia. What have they done this season? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, they, they beat up on trash teams. Congratulations. Well, the ACC, the ACC is the buttload of it. I mean, you know, Duke and Carolina both aren't that good this year. And, and here's the thing that I, I here's the way I look at it, Bryce. I'm looking at all these regions that we're, we're looking at. All right. Would you rather play Iowa or Virginia? I'd rather play Virginia all day. Would you rather play Missouri or Virginia? Probably, probably Virginia. Yeah. Texas yeah. or Virginia? Oh, Virginia. Easy. Wow. Okay. I definitely say Texas, but that's interesting. Look, I, I think with uh, it, Virginia is a team that I just, I, I don't like them. I don't like them late. I think they're a benefit of a weak ACC. Um, I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have a lot to say on them on a very positive light, Bryce. Do you have anything positive to say about this UVA team at this point? The only thing, the only way that I see Virginia making it, making a deep tournament run is usually Tony Bennett figures it out when when the spotlight isn't on their team, right? Good like, point. and that's the only thing that could make them semi dangerous. You know, is having having the experience, the coaching experience, and then you have right. a guy like Jay Huff who's been in the who's been in the the program for sure. you know for a while. Uh, yeah. Sam Hauser has been a solid college basketball player for years as well, coming from Marquette. Yeah. Right. So, I mean. They could be a sneaky team. I don't buy it though. I would sell my Virginia stock, but I wouldn't be if I wouldn't be shocked if they made a little bit of a run. I wouldn't be shocked. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. All right, and we'll just move to the two seed uh, where we have the Villanova Villanova Wildcats, a team uh, that you and I, I believe, have touched on a little bit before in the beginning of the season. Obviously, they have one of the better coaches uh, in Jay Wright. There's no question about that. But, Bryce, I can tell by your face uh, that you are not, uh, you know, there's there's something up with you here on this Villanova Wildcats roster. Miss me. Miss me on Villanova. Wow! Wow! Just, wow! Again, nothing is impressive about them. Okay. Nothing. Wow. Okay. All right. Your wow. biggest wins are are against Arizona State, who's fallen off the face of the map, and then they really I, have. like the Texas the Texas win. That's a good win. Great point. 
you lost to Creighton, you lost to Virginia Tech, and you lost to St. John's. Nothing about you has been impressive. If your best player is Colin Gillespie, you can miss. Oh, you me. don't you don't like that? No, I I, I think Colin Gillespie is just fine, but he okay. doesn't scare me. So you think you you like Gillespie over uh, Jeremiah Robinson Earl? I mean, uh, Gillespie's kind of been like their centerpiece, but Robinson Earl has been coming along. I will say that. I will give yeah. you that. Um, sure. I still don't trust That's either fair. one though in a big game. I just, okay. I just don't look. I know Jay Wright has been, you know, the college, the model college coach and stuff. I'll be honest. Sure. Jay Wright just—he's never impressed me. When they wow. were making their title run, he just never impressed me. Wow, he did, I, I think he was a benefit of having a, a built oh. roster that's been oh in, that's been around. College. I just I don't I don't I don't know. This is why I like, do have you on though. This is why I, think, I have you. I on. think they just had the best team. <laughs> I mean, Jalen Brunson was one of the best point guards in college basketball when he was playing. Yeah, you know, I mean, like, okay. I don't know. Like Jay Wright's all right. Oh, uh, just I mean, nothing. I push nothing back. has impressed me. So, okay, I see what you're. I do see what you're saying, and I don't think you have some. I don't. I think you are very fair with what you're saying here. Here, here's the way I look at it from this Villanova team. Okay, I mean, Robinson Earl, a really strong player, really, really strong player. Uh, you know, he's going to give you really solid numbers. Would not be surprised to see some eighteen and nine games in the tournament, maybe even higher. You know, he's already at fifteen and seven. Could just see that going up. That's a guy. That's a guy I'm trusting to play good when it matters. The thing with the thing with Gillespie, I kind of get. I think the tricky part with Gillespie and the thing that is really important. I mean, he's his three point shots off the charts. He's 37. He's about 38 percent off six threes a game. He's been really good. Now, if you compare him to last year, he's not. He's relatively underlying, relatively the same. I'm not saying he's like, I mean, he's just giving you more experience. The guy was on a national championship roster. You know, part of me thinks that that could do a lot, right? Samuels is another piece I like for them. The key, the key for, for, for Nova to me though, is not those three guys. I I need to see Justin Moore. That's who I want to see. I want to see Justin Moore take his game to another level that I believe he can take it. I, I believe, and it would not shock me whatsoever if he pulls what DiVincenzo did. Come out of the woodworks as this guy who's got a lot of talent and then really just put himself on a map and get to the draft and be a really solid top pick. I, I like that. I like what that could be for him. There's a lot of things I like about his skill set. I think he's got a, a really, really uh, bright future. The only thing that concerns me is the fact that he shoots five threes a game and is 34% from three. But, I, I mean, he can—he is a very nice threat. And, guys, I don't really know if Jay Wright has had a guard with that kind of burst and athleticism and, and overall talent, uh, you know, in the sense of coming right out of high school like that. He's a good – he's a really nice kid. I agree. I think I yeah. I mean, it's it's going to be some developmental time, and uh, sure. I mean, we'll see what this tournament does. I mean, maybe I'm completely wrong. Maybe I am. No, you're fair. No, you're. It, it, I think I'm it's a go, fair point. I think you got a fair point. I do. Hey, I just I'll, think- I'll apologize to Jay Wright and, and the Villanova fans if uh, if they come out and just blow the top off this. But you're going to need size, though. You're going to need size because the I problem, the, the argument. That's that's the argument I would make if I was you. You. Earl is, you could argue Earl is your size. You know, I, I, I like Cole. I like Cole Swider. I just, I feel like I'm, I don't like trusting. I'm, I'm not the biggest Swider guy. And I don't know if he's going to really give you that consistency in the size that you want. I think mm-hmm. Earl's going to have to be like playing a lot bigger than what he is. And you need Samuels to be more of a wild card guy because this is a team that does not have, they do not have a huge amount of size. In my opinion, they're going to need, I, I, I think it comes down to Gillespie and more. Can Gillespie and more do, be enough in, in, in the shot creation to put them over the top? I like this Nova team. I think they could make a difference, especially if they were in this region. Uh, but we'll just have to keep our eye on it. Uh, the the next team I, I keep hiding Ohio State from you is Texas Tech. I know you're making Texas, me wait. Texas Tech, another Big Twelve team. 
I talk about the top of the Big 12. Uh, really incredible. A lot of very solid teams. Now, the thing that you can make the argument with, though, is, you know, Chris Beard is about as good of a coach as anybody. Right. I mean, he is just getting a lot from this roster. I mean, how how impressed are you with the way that Texas Tech has been playing this year? Man, it, it, uh, the turnaround time that Chris Beard took from, you know, base, making the final game sure. and then, uh, you know, kind of having a down season last season. Yep. They inherit Mac McClung, who is a very highly touted recruit from Georgetown. Yep. Oh, yeah. They, they get him to transfer over. Yep. And uh, Chris Beard, in my opinion, kind of fixed him. Right. You know, you kind of like get agree. the Mac McClung antics. It's we're going to go out there. We're going to go play ball. And, and I agree. He's, he's leading the team in minutes per game. He's leading the team in points per game. Sure. He, he shoots a pretty good clip as well. And I like the the pieces around him too. I like Kevin McCuller a lot. Uh, Terrence yeah. Shannon Jr. has been very solid. Kyler Edwards yeah. has been good. They have a decent team. This is such a Chris Beard team, right? Guys, yeah. we're gonna play. We're gonna play really hard defense, and, and that's mm-hmm. what they. That's what he builds his program on. That's what he built that that team on. The year they made they made the title sure. game is sure. It was all they were the number one defensive team in in college basketball. And that's what sure. got him to, to the title game. So I am a big Chris Beard fan. He's like, he's like another Bob Huggins to me, right? He just gets his guys to play. They, yeah. they play really hard. Uh, again, I think Texas tech is super battle tested in that big 12. They haven't come out with, with a lot of victories. They, they did beat Oklahoma twice. They, uh, they beat Texas. They did lose to West Virginia twice. They lost to Baylor, lost to Kansas, lost to Oklahoma State, and they lost to Houston. So they have a lot of like losses to ranked teams. But again, so, they were losing close. They're losing close yeah. to these teams. Right. So I right. think I think they have an inside track here. I think they could be a very sneaky four seed if that's where they end up staying, that's and fair. they could really make some noise uh, in their in their uh, bracket. When looking at the roster. There's two players in mind that that really stick out for me. I just I need I need good play from them. Uh, I, I I need Terrence Shannon to keep doing his thing in the tournament, not be afraid of the moment. He's been a guy that's been shifting games for them, and that's going to have to continue. But I also need something from Marcus Santasola. He was he was a really he was a transfer coming in from BCU, right? He immediately comes in and plays. He's been getting a little less minutes. His 2019-2020 season with BCU, he averaged about 13 points, nine rebounds. Uh, this year at Texas Tech, he's averaged about eight and six, and is only getting five less minutes. So to me. Santa Silva is going to be huge for them because I know what you mean. The whole idea of, Oh, well, you know, this is the type of team they want, but can I bet, can I bet on Mac McClung and Mark? I would. I mean, he's made a lot of clutch plays. I just, I, would. I think that's an open question. I think Shannon's a really interesting piece. That's going to have to keep ascending as the, as the time goes on, if, if Texas tech wants to get back to where they, to where, you know, you were mentioning them. And, and I just think Santa Silva is going to have to really play out of his mind. I think he's going to have to play out of his mind. He, this is a, this is a guy that is not very big at six, seven. He, he is not, he's not that big. He's been around, uh, you know, he's a senior. He, he's been around. I'm just, I'm concerned about it though. And I think this is a Texas tech team that might have the opportunity to get far because of Chris Beard, but, not sure how far yet. Next up is Ohio State Buckeyes, who have oh, proven yeah, to be baby. arguably the best team in the Big Ten. And, and you know, I've got a little take here on Ohio State, but Bryce, I'll let you go first. How do you see the Ohio State Buckeyes right now? <sighs> Caleb, have we seen a stretch like this? No. That, I, mean, I, I mean, did we expect a stretch like this from, from this team? No. I, no, I didn't either. Like, I thought they would be decent, but I didn't think they were going to be this good. I mean, my goodness. Caleb, they have they now have the most quadrant one wins in the country with seven of them. Seven. Listen, I mean, they're, they've uh, 
Uh, let me see. Let me look when they say they they beat Rutgers twice. They beat Illinois. They beat Wisconsin. They beat Iowa. Uh, they're they're rattling off these Big Ten wins. It almost seems like with ease. They've won eight out of their last nine. They've worked themselves to the number four team in the country and a number one seed as of right now. Dwayne Washington and EJ Liddell have been playing really good basketball lately uh and yes cj walker running the point guard who cj walker doesn't get talked about enough caleb and i i don't know if you watch them play but and you've watched cj walker but he is a true point guard right he's not going to stand out to you on the stat sheet but what he does on the court is is nothing but a, a true point guard in and of itself and i love him for it uh Damn, you know I- I oh, am worried about I, I am worried about though there's some things that I, I do have some issues with with Ohio State. Okay. The, the the biggest the biggest issue to me is and he's proven it to me lately, but you're gonna need I'm a huge Liddell guy, as I'll get into in a minute. But I I am a I am struggling on believing that Washington can be the guy down the stretch. Oh no, prove, I'm in prove, on that. Prove, Prove, prove to me. Prove to me then. Prove to me. I'm, I'm on you're gonna, that. You're going to – yeah, how? How are you into He's that? He's a shot maker. What makes you into I, that? Look, I just – Well, I sure, but he likes to take a lot of shots. He likes he to take, take a lot of shots. shots. You're right. He does take a lot of shots, but I, I am down for it. I'm, I I believe in, in doing Washington to give me a bucket when I need it. In in a game where you could go to the Final Four, you're telling me you want, you want him – you're okay yes. with him taking a shot? Yes, I am. 100%. Look, I, I, I like him, but – I, I I just I just I don't know his three his three balls been incredible thirty seven percent on eight attempts the dudes the dudes figuring himself out lately but right side I I'm not gonna lie I just maybe maybe I just need to to catch it maybe I need to see him a little more that's my only worry I'll tell you though Rice like a player that's been very intriguing for Ohio state to me is just suing. That's a kid yeah. that he has really developed his game and has made Ohio state a legitimate threat with his point forward skills. And that is going to be a great thing moving forward for this Ohio state team to have that type of creativity at six, seven, who can make plays for others, who can get other people involved. I am a huge justice fan. Do I have any reason to not be Bryce? Uh, no. No, I mean to your point. I mean, I, I mean again, he's not a guy that's going to pop out to you on on the uh, on the stat sheet. That's fair. But boy, he's another guy that ju- that just impacts the game. And I mean, when you have this is these are one of these rosters where you're not going to be wowed, but sure. because of the coaching that you have from Chris Holtman, I mean, it is just. I mean, it, what they're doing is incredible. And yeah. Chris Holtman, he's always been one of the – even when he was at Butler, he was a great coach. And that's why Ohio State snagged him as soon as uh, – as soon as, um, uh, uh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, as soon as he retired, the uh, previous yes. Ohio State. Dad Mata. Like, yep, Dad Mata. Dad Mata. Yeah. There we go. Um, and that's why they snatched him because, one, he's a beast in recruiting, and this season's only going to help him. And, two – He's just a really smart guy. They're so the sure the place is. he draws up the defensive schemes that they have. It, it's watch out, Caleb. Watch yeah, out. No, I agree. I agree. I agree. No part of me is no part of me is going to disagree with that. Uh, in my opinion, the best region is region two, though, Bryce. That's the best region. I don't even think it's close. You got Baylor. Baylor at the one. Texas at the four. Tennessee at the three. And Illinois at the two. Um, I am loving Texas. I like Texas a lot. I think they have shot creation. I think Shaka Smart's a good coach. I like what Greg Brown can do in terms of being a really big threat. I heard the comp, Bryce, and you're an NBA guy, so I'll ask you this. I heard the comp from Fran Fischilla saying that the way that Greg Brown is being used is awfully similar to the California teams, which Jalen Brown was a part of. Bryce, do you think there's any similarities between the Greg Brown comp and the Jalen Brown comp? I mean, obviously Brown played a little better than he did in college, but the point stands, the kid's very talented, and he could be a huge difference factor for them in March. Yeah, I mean, I think that comp is good. You know, I think uh, Greg Brown, he's an athletic monster, right? He'll basically play wherever you want on on the floor. Um, He can score. He rebounds extremely well. 
He blocks shots well. Um, shoots pretty efficiently for the most part. Um, but yeah, Kay, I'm I'm loving Texas too. I am buying Texas stock. I, I they've they play in the Big Twelve. Yeah, that, again, that's a tough conference to play in, but I am totally buying them. Andrew Jones, amazing. Courtney Ramey, amazing. Matt Coleman, Greg Brown. All those guys, and then you bring off Jericho Sims and and, uh, and and Kai Jones. They have so much depth on this team that they can make a deep run in the tournament. And Shaka Smart knows how to make deep runs in tournaments. So I am a hundred percent buying Texas stock. Um, very I underrated agree. four seed. Very underrated four seed. Um, Boy, boy, oh boy. I, yeah, I'm excited 100%. to see what this team does. I, I agree. I, I'm about Coleman. I, I like what Jones can do. Rainey's good. They're going to get good production from guys like Jericho Sims. I'm not worried about that. Kai Jones is a good talent and piece. They're nobody to mess with. I, I think they could go really far, and that's something to keep an eye on down the line. Another threat that I really like, though, in that region, obviously, is the number one seed, Baylor. I mean, look, this is, to me – I know we made the case that Gonzaga is the number one ranked team, <laughs> but it's almost like a one A one B to me. This is yeah. how good Baylor is. They've got so many weapons. Their depth is fantastic. Scott Drew's a great coach. I mean, I guess my question to you is, what's going to stop them from a national championship appearance? I think it's going to be themselves, honestly. I, I mean, they have all the pieces. You know, we, Kayla, we talked extensively about Jared Butler, um, Maceo Teague, uh, Davion Mitchell, Adam Flagler coming off the bench for them. They have so many pieces. They have the good coaching. This Gotta is, I, uh, Caleb, we were robbed of a Baylor Gonzaga matchup at the beginning of the season yeah. due to COVID. We were robbed. 100%. I would love nothing more than to see this in the title game. I wouldn't even be mad. I wouldn't even be mad. Nice if this ended up being the title game matchup, I wouldn't be mad. One no, bit. I wouldn't be mad. No, I think it I think it'll be a great matchup. We talked about Baylor in our preview pod, so I won't jump in too much on them, but uh, we do have some guys that we'll list off that'll probably be on this Baylor team if uh if you ask me, the, the next team on the list, Bryce, you mentioned them earlier, but just touch on them a little bit is the Tennessee Volunteers. You know, you're worried about their inconsistency. I mean, they do have the stud freshman, but I am worried about their experienced guys because it doesn't seem like they've been playing up to the challenge recently. Yeah, Caleb, you can miss me on Tennessee. You can absolutely miss me on Tennessee. I'm not buying this. Um I don't know. I'm just, I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan. Okay. I get okay. it. Not understandable. I'm just their best win. Is, well, they have, they beat Missouri. They beat Kansas. That's understandable. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm really still not sure exactly what they are. Well, I know Rick Barnes does a good job over there. Yeah, he's a good coach. A, another seasoned coach in the tournament. Ah, I just they're putting a lot of pressure on their freshmen. I I agree. Only two guys, only two guys on double digits. It's a freshman. They need, they need, they need, they're going to have to get really big games from them if they want to move on. And it wouldn't shock me to see a team come in, kind of sneak up on them and, and, and take them. I mean, I do yeah. like Pons. I think Pons is like, you know, a really good defender. But Fulkerson's going to have to really put his take his game up to a notch to me. That's I, I the guy agree. that's going to have to get there, and he has not been there for them, and that yeah. and that's been disappointing uh, because I'll they put him on it. upset alert early. That's fair. Uh, the next the next team here, Bryce. This is in my opinion. So if I had to rank the Big Ten, okay, if I had to rank it, I would rank Ohio State number one and Illinois at number two. Oh, you can just buy me. Over you can Iowa. buy me. You can you can buy me all my. Just just I will take all of it. Just give me all of it. They have the they have arguably the best shot creator in the country. They have Ao. They, they have Ao, who's just he's ridiculous. I'm not. He's ridiculous. And Kofi is going to dominate. Anytime he puts his he gets his head right, he's going to dominate. And I don't care who the center is, Bryce, because his physical skill set's just off the charts. The only issue for me with this team is literally the coach. Can Brad Underwood take them to big games? That's my only issue. The talent on this roster is nuts. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that, that is that is the question, right? So it'll be interesting. Like you said, Ao and Kofi 
that tandem there is virtually unstoppable, especially when yeah. Kofi puts his mind to it. That's the thing. What Kofi are you going to get? That, and I agree. More than fair. Yeah, that's my I'm buying hesitation. good Kofi. I'm buying good Kofi, though. Okay, right? I, I would buy good Kofi as well, but that's that's my hesitation with this team, right? We've seen them kind of been up and down all season, but when they're hot, they are really good and really hard to beat. Uh, so yeah. I'm fine with this ranking. I think they're the best number two seed listed here, in my opinion, and it's not close. No, it's not. It's not close. So, like, I think if they were in the region with Michigan, they make the final four. If you look at the top four seeds alone, yeah, you see, yeah. No, so, if, if you I'll swapped it, if you swapped it, they'd make the final four. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. They're, they're really good. I like so, that team and, a lot. Yeah, and I think we'll talk more about AO here here later in the podcast. At least yeah, I know I will. Yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah, no, heck yeah. Uh, and, and that kind of leads us into just some quick segments, just a, a quick little thing that we'll get into and then we'll wrap in. Uh, teams, top five teams, Bryce, if you had to rank me the top five teams right now as we evaluate it more, give it to me. Who are your top five? Yep, uh, give me Gonzaga, I think, for obvious reason, reasons, uh, and then give me Baylor at number two, again, for obvious for reasons. Yes. Um, at three, give me my Buckeyes, Caleb. More give them to me. I, I, yeah, I, I don't see how anyone could really dispute that at the moment. You are, um, yeah, very, very right on cue, actually. We're right on cue. And Q. then just to be just uh, – I'll give it to – I'll put Michigan at four. Okay. I'll put them at four because, uh, you know, I get that they, like I said earlier, they haven't played a lot of games, uh, but I'll give them to that because of the wins. Um, and then five, give me Illinois. Going Big Ten with the last three here. They, right. they've, Big Ten has just been nothing but dominant. Just yep. dominant. I'll Give me Illinois over, over some of these other teams that are ranked ahead of them. I, I sure. don't understand why. But, yeah, that's what I got. So – my rankings of my teams would be different than my top five teams. What I mean by that is my top 25, top five, if I had to vote, would be different than my five teams who I think are the top five, if that makes any sense. I would rank them and look at them differently. I would have Gonzaga. I, I actually would have Gonzaga at number one, but I mean, you could seriously make a case for Baylor. I Oh, absolutely. I have some opinions about them. When I when we get to March, Baylor is a a threat. Obviously, they're number two. Um, I have Ohio State number three as well. I don't think that's crazy, B. Bryce. I, and I have Illinois at number four. I, I think okay. they're really good. I think they're very talented. No reason that they can't get mm-hmm. there. My fifth team. My fifth team. If you look at the rankings, doesn't make a lot of sense. But I'm really buying hard on what we talked about earlier. I think Texas Tech. I think Texas good is for you for something. I like for I li- you. I, I I like I just I like I like it. I like hey. it a lot. I'm making that move. Let me let me let me put this out here, Caleb. Go ahead. So, go ahead. So I, I'll show you this. Can you can you see my notebook right here? Yes, yes. Okay, you see that mark out right there? Yes, I do. Where I put Illinois. I had yes. Texas Tech right there. Oh, you yeah, well, right there. <laughs> hey, I, I well here's the here's the thing. I was deterred. I, I those are the five teams I would just at least watch watch for. Watch, right? 100%. I have terms of talent, pure talent. Um, I think I think Texas is right in there. I think there's some teams I, I like. My question is how I, – I, really, the reason I have them is because I think Beard is going to get something out of them that we can't explain. But, I mean, obviously we're doing a week-by-week pod. We'll keep watching. We'll keep making adjustments. Uh, and that's just the way that I see it, at least for right now. So moving forward, uh, the players – Top five players in the country, Bryce. Um, do you want to start on this, or do you want me to start on this? Uh, I'll go. I'll go. go ahead. You want me to just list off all five? Just give me your five. Yeah, all five right. through one. So five through one. List them five off through backwards. one. Okay. Yes. Well, uh, five. This might shock you, right, Caleb. Uh, I'm gonna go with Ao from Illinois. He's gonna be my. Fi- he's gonna be my five on this. I know you're giving me the look like he should be higher, but I'm going with five on this one. Uh, averaging 22 points, uh, six sports, five assists. Just been an absolute monster this season. Uh, number four, give me Drew Timmy from Gonzaga. Uh, the guy is an absolute stud. Uh, he's averaging 19, seven and two. Um, he's been, like I said, he's been kind of the cornerstone for, for Gonzaga this season, uh, surrounded by a lot of talent. But for me, Drew Timmy sticks out the most. 
At number okay. three, Caleb, give me Cade Cunningham. Give me Cade Cunningham. I look, Cade Cunningham is an absolute playmaker on, on that Oklahoma State. You're team. looking. He is, he is the he is the reason why they're relevant and they're ranked, Caleb. Don't give me that nonsense. Don't give Alex, me that. Alex Burr paid you to say that. Move he on. did not. He did not. Yes, no. he did. Move on to your next. Move on to your next. Name list. me one. Name me one other good player on Oklahoma State, Caleb. Go ahead. Leaf Boone. Stop. Like stop. Stop. Name me another. Okay. Uh, are you uh, whatever? Pair, AU has such better help around him than Cade Cunningham. Don't give me that. Move forward. Number two, give me Jared Butler uh, from Baylor. I, I, I really don't think that you can fight me on this one here, Caleb. I really I don't think you can. Uh, he's averaging 17, 5, and 3, shooting 35% Man, like from 3. <laughs> and then uh, – oh, that's fine. I can't wait to hear yours. And okay, then number okay. one, uh, give me Luca Garza. Okay. I, I, I don't – again, I don't think there's any reason to fight on this one. Uh, he's averaging 25 points, 8 boards. And you're not going to like this. 56% from the field. Uh, that's my top five. Right. being number one. All right. Well, okay. Well, here are your busted you're, you're, list. Let's okay. Let's get into it. Well, I I will I will start off by saying you can flip your five and you can put him at number one. Oh, you're going, I think you're he's, starting with one. I think he's I think he's I think Ao is that good. Oh come on, no. I, no. Yes, yes. He's I, not the best. Gayo is that good? Yes. Look Stop. at his statistics right Stop. now. He's off these stinking charts. This is. <laughs> he is. He is. He is off the charts. Get a room. He's Caleb. off the charts. Get a room with Ao. He's he's an amazing, amazing basketball player. I agree. He is. He is fantastic. Number two on this list is Jared Butler. I a thousand percent agree with you. No, I think he's. His, his creativity, his ability to to be just an insane defender. He's an insane overall. He's the prototypical leader that you want. That's when I have Garza. I slide Garza to three. I think Garza's great. Um, I just I want to see just a continuous expanding of his game. I just want to see his game expanded to an extent. Um, and and I, I don't think that's crazy for me to say. I'd, I'd like to I'd like to see him just continue on that progression. Um, number four, number four. I'm gonna go. I I'm. Yeah, you're not gonna like this. I'll go with it anyway. I'm gonna go with Dickinson at number four. Are you joking me right now? I, I'm I'm not. Do you even think, watch basketball? Yes, Bryce. And I'm telling you, oh I'm not putting Cunningham. Gosh. I'm not oh putting Cunningham in there because How are here's you the not thing. Putting Kate, you're because, putting a freshman center. That no, hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. This hear is me ridiculous. Out. Hear me out. I'm sorry, folks. At hear home. me out. I'm hear so sorry out. for this. Because the thing is, I don't. I don't. You look. I like. I like what Dickinson's given me. He's on a great team. He's rolling right now. He's a this huge centerpiece of it. This, I like it. This is. I like ridiculous. it. It's this not that bad. It's a true. It's a. It's not. It's not. Yeah. It and is. then. It's, and he, you know what? Just for your sake. I was going to put this guy at number five, no, but just, just for your, five. no, no, I won't do it. I won't do it for your well, sake. Who is it? You have to, to keep you engaged. Is. No, I will. I'll keep you engaged. I'll go, I'll go with Kate at number five, but normally I don't like doing that because I, I don't, I don't think that I, I think he's a, uh, I like him. I just think that well, putting him have? in the top five echelon, I actually had Suggs from Gonzaga. Okay, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't fight you on that. I'll be honest. Yeah, I, 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 I really love Jalen Suggs. <laughs> Suggs is just, he's so good. He's so good. I love Jalen Suggs. That's who actually I that's who I added by that's who I was gonna have. But we'll, oh, he's uh, so good. We'll move on. We'll move on. Coaches, top five, give it to me. Are we starting one through five or five Let's through do one? One through five on the coach. One through five. All right. Uh, give me Mark Few at number one. Uh, been dominant for a long time. We're, we're talking about this year, but I mean, sure, this uh, year. Been, this year. Very good coach, yes. knows how to put it together. Uh, yes. Two, give me Scott Drew. I know this is going to go hand in hand with top five teams, but it's just the That's truth. That's fair, though. That's it's fair. Just the truth. Uh, three, give me Chris Holtman. Uh, okay. I mean, what he's done with, in my opinion, I don't think this is the most talent he's had, but from what he's done with the talent that he I does have this it. season, yeah. it's been nothing but remarkable. Fair. Um, five, give me Chris Beard. Or, sorry, four, give me Chris Beard. Okay. Uh, and then five, give me Bob Huggins. Okay. No solid list. I can't complain. Um, I, I'm going to flip your, t- I'm going to flip your two and your one. 
I'm gonna go Drew at number one. All right. I think I I I, I like what I yeah. I like it. I think Gonzago is going to be loaded in this good, even if you was or wasn't the coach. I just part of it. I think Drew's this good. I think then I would have you at, at number two. I agree with you on Holton and just he's really expanded this team in, in a way that I don't think any of us expected. Um, number number four on my list is Leonard Hamilton. I, like I have that. Leonard. I, I have Leonard Hamilton is is I number like four. Uh, I, I think what he's doing with Florida State this year, uh, with all of the the you know situations in COVID, uh, the transitioning of rosters, and still being able to recruit guys effectively, he is in my uh, top five this year. And and then Lon Kruger is also in my wow. top five this year with wow. the way that he's been coaching in Oklahoma. I didn't expect it, uh, and that's. And because I didn't expect it, I'm going to put you at number five. Uh, the the next thing, Bryce, uh, just real quick, if you had to give me under the radar teams, who would you give me? Uh, give me Creighton as oh. underrated team. And okay. uh, as of right now, I know we talked about it, but okay. Florida State's very underrated in the public eye right they now. They really They're are. Very much are. So That's I'm who go I was going to put in. Yeah, That's who so I was put in because they're going to rise up. They're going to rise up the charts. They're going to rise right, up. Right, right. Like so business. I know we talked about it, and they're not underrated to us, but to everybody else, watch out for Florida State. Scotty Brooks Fair. over there, very Fair. good. I'll go Big Ten uh, as well. I like Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin's a legit threat when you need him to be, and then I'll go Florida State as well. I think those two teams are kind of mine uh, under the radar. I mean, they're in the top twenty-five, so if you count those. I, but I'm, we're saying when we're looking at this, you know, based off what we've been seeing lately, who do we have so far at this point? Uh, Florida State starting to get up in the, you know, the ladder after killing an overrated, uh, really just smacking an overrated Virginia team. And then Wisconsin, who I just think is, I really like Greg Gard. He's a funny, very good coach. And they've, they've got a lot of experienced talent that I don't want to bet against. So uh, with that said, uh, Bryce Shaddy, it's a uh, privilege to uh, have you on. This was a great podcast. Uh, we'll do more deep dives into you know particular games and stuff like that in the next couple of weeks. But I thought this was a great overview, a great way to be able to talk about this season and all that uh, we need to be aware of. Yeah, absolutely. It's a blast. We have more content for you coming this season leading up to the big tournament, Caleb. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. And, you know, that's it's going to be a great podcast. It's going to be great stuff. Uh, Alex Burr uh, continuing his power hour. Go check that out. Uh, we'll have plenty of uh, different different perspectives as we get closer to March. We'll look into bringing in some different people. We're figuring all that out. But uh, stay tuned to all of that with our network. And with that said, uh, thank you for listening.